Welcome to the Truth About ICD-10 podcast with tips and strategies to improve documentation, billing, and compliance as you transition to ICD-10. This is the ideal podcast for front desk, clinicians, and billers. For more information and to get your free ICD-10 book, please visit www.truthabouticd10.com. And now, your host and author of The Truth About ICD-10, Dr. Nitin Choda. So one of the most frequently asked uh, questions I get is, what kind of adjustments need to be made to my EMR software, my billing software, my clearinghouse when, uh, when I'm transitioning from ICD-9 to ICD-10? Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to have some sort of a tracking mechanism to track which software, which systems, which processes involve the use of diagnosis codes. So let's consider, you know, let's consider the, the patient experience right from the very beginning. Um, are diagnosis codes used during the patient registration process? Are they used during the patient eligibility process, during the scheduling process? Um, so that would be, you know, right at the, the, right, right at the beginning of the patient experience, if you will. Now, during the actual clinical interaction with the patient, most definitely the clinician is going to use uh, ICD codes during the documentation portion, perhaps in the, the subjective component somewhere else in the medical record. Um, actually, uh, ICD codes might even come up during the, the referral or the prior authorization process. So coming back to the documentation, the use of ICD codes in the documentation process. Now, you got to ask yourself, what is it that the EMR vendor or the scheduling system is doing uh, to make those new ICD-10 codes available? And more importantly, can your staff, your front desk staff, your clinicians, your 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 billing staff actually use the new ICD-10 codes in those softwares to take advantage and to transition over to ICD. So a lot of, you know, things to consider, like I said, right from the initial patient registration process and the scheduling, this includes eligibility, prior authorizations, all the way through to clinical documentation, which includes patient reports, the EMR system, any other clinical interaction you might have. And then, of course, the billing system, uh, you know, billing out the claim, claim submission to the clearinghouse, receiving payments, posting payments, and even interoperability, exchanging data, exchanging CCDA data, exchanging quality reporting data, um, you know, um, having different kinds of data points that can be exchanged with other EMR systems. So all of, all of these systems and processes when you really think about it, all of them actually use ICD codes, ICD-9, soon to transition into ICD-10. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you get a, I hope you take the time to take an inventory of all the different systems that are using ICD-9 that need to be upgraded to ICD-10. I hope you take the time to talk to vendors and make adjustments to your, uh, your processes and the way you interact with the software systems that you are using.